Welcome to the Nets Sticks and Chill Podcast. And here's your host, Gordon Goodenough and Andrew McDougall. Welcome to another episode of Net Sticks and Chill. I am your host, Gordon Goodenough, with my co-host, Andrew McDougall. How are you going today, Andrew? I'm good, mate. I've just finished my Zinger Stacker. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Yep, congrats. Uh, we we had just finished up a lovely chat with uh, Tommy Stephen, uh, the forward for the Sydney Bears, who uh, is the current reigning AIHL uh, or Skaters Network AIHL Player of the Week, uh, as this is being recorded on Monday and uh, last week's winner or the weekend's winner will be announced on Wednesday. Uh, but let's um, go to the scoreboard and let's wrap up the weekend's action. Um, we had last week on, on Friday, the Melbourne Derby, the uh, Mustangs came out 9-2 to two winners over the ice. Uh, Mustangs then... Uh, played the Perth Thunder the following uh, night on Saturday, and the Mustangs won 9-4. The Ice Dogs edged the Rhinos 6-4. The Rhinos keep on looking better and better as, as weeks go on. The Bears came into Canberra and beat the Brave 3-2 to sweep the season series, the first time any team has done that since 2017. Uh, the Melbourne Ice went to Adelaide in their second of three games for the weekend and got a trio of hat-tricks as they beat the Adrenaline 11-3. to um, The game between the Brisbane Lightning and the Newcastle North Stars was postponed due to luggage issues. Um, potential AIHL Player of the Week, Alan Joyce. Um, and Perth Thunder on the Sunday uh, beat out the Melbourne Ice 6-2. to and the Newcastle North Stars narrowly beat the Brisbane Lightning 8-5 to five, uh, with a penalty-filled uh, first period. Um, it, was, it was quite an occasion. And what, what results stood out from last week's action for you, Jiggy? Oh, you can't go past the Bears and the Brave game. Um, that was a big test for the Bears. That was a big test for both teams, but um, it was a blockbuster that everyone was looking forward to, the reigning champs against the team um, that's the best team in the comp at the moment. Um, and the Bears went into their went into their barn and, and took a result and as you said, swept the series, um, the season series. And I think it was the first time that someone had walked away for a victory since two thousand and nineteen. Um, uh, twenty eighteen, since the Melbourne Mustangs. Uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah, a team besides the yeah. Bears. The Bears have done it three times now. Yep. Yeah, so that was the that was the result that stood out. Um I was looking forward to the Newcastle and Brisbane series as well. Unfortunately, the luggage couldn't get there on Saturday. But the Sunday game was really, really good. Um, it was um, had a bit of everything on the Sunday game. 8-5 um, victory for the North Stars over the Lightning. Um, had goals, hits, penalties, bit of a bit of niggle. Um, the penalty box at one stage was chockers. You couldn't get anyone else in there. Um, I put up a photo on the on Twitter of the North Stars bench. <laughs> you had... You had um, Patrick Naden standing there for a little bit before he could find a seat in the penalty box. So it was all yeah. happening. Um, so that, that was a good way to um, finish off the weekend. It was, um, yeah, it was a good game of hockey up in Newcastle. Yeah, no, for, for me, similar games. 
I think that, uh, I mean, I, I love the Bears, but I, I think the Brave probably outchanced them. And it was Anthony Kimlin that that really kept the the Bears in in the game. Um, the the Brave have some top quality forwards, you know, Austin Albrecht and uh, Andy Kamenzend, and um, you know the the Kabaras, both Casey. I thought Tyler particularly would looked looked really dangerous uh, all throughout that game. Um, so they were creating uh, chances. F Felix Bluff as well. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right, but he is so fast. Um, and a great penalty killer, um, and created lots of chances on the on the penalty kill. So, I mean, the Brave are a good squad. Um, it's it's a tough takedown for any team, but yeah, definitely that that Bears victory stood out for me. Um, and some really, uh, you know, they made some new fans. I did an article for the for the Bears website about a um, a fan's first time being at the game. I rocked up, went to some rowdy Bears um, supporters, and asked. Uh, where he could buy a beanie, and one of the people just just handed a handed the, the kid a beanie. He got to meet, meet Ace Cowens after the match, got a signed stick. Um, so you know, good on him. Um, uh, you know what what an opportunity for young fans. You love to see it. Yeah, it's that's that's really cool because um, we talk about that a bit on this podcast. How the the players is not professional league, all that sort of stuff. But a lot of kids actually look up to these players. Um, Kids don't know the difference between who's a professional and who's not and blah, blah, blah. So it's good to see players like that get out there and interact with the fans and um, just make a kid's day. Um, I remember, I remember oh, this is going back a while now, I actually travelled to Adelaide with my family to watch the Mustangs against the Adrenaline. And um, as would have it, we, we stayed in the same caravan park as the Mustangs and my kids got a signed stick, a broken stick and all that sort of stuff. And it's, um, it's really cool for kids for for clubs and players to do that sort of stuff. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Great, great initiative. Great to, to have some of these, uh, you know, fan experiences as well. Um, uh, looking, looking back over the week, uh, there, there were some, uh, there was a scary moment in, in Adelaide between the Melbourne ice and the Adelaide adrenaline. You were watching that game, do you? Uh, take us through what, what, what happened. I actually, I wasn't watching it. Um, I was actually watching the game, <laughs> the game in Melbourne, and then um, they actually spoke about it and put it across the coverage, the game in Melbourne. So I flicked over from from that game to the Adelaide game and went done the rewind and went back and had a look at it. It was, it was quite scary. Um, Melbourne Ice import Artem Klein had the puck and was basically trying to exit the zone. Um, got a check from one of the Adelaide players um, into the boards. Nothing malicious, but as he's gone up against the plexiglass. It's come off, and where the metal upright connects from the plexiglass to the netting, um, there was separation there, and his head's actually got jammed in between that upright and the in the plexiglass, and um, they had to stop play and get that fixed. And um, he was fine, um, thankfully, but it was yeah, a scary moment because it could have been a lot, lot worse. Yeah, no, anything to do with like the stanchions, or you know, it's just it's pretty pretty terrifying um to watch so i'm i'm glad i'm glad he's okay um uh, for that one in your in your five things uh, Doogie, was there anything else in the weekend's action that, that you kind of highlighted or, or wanted to mention um i wanted to highlight perth sunder's new import um andrew ballant um or ballant uh just coming in perth's obviously it's been spoken about and um 
they've lost a few imports and had to replace them sort of mid-season type of thing. But um, he's come in and he's played three games. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's played three games and he sits second on points already for the Perth Thunder. Um, and on the weekend um, down in Melbourne, had the, the back-to-back against the Mustangs in the ice. He's gone six goals, two assists um, for eight points and just looks really, really good. It looks like a really good pickup for Perth. Um, hopefully he sticks around because, um, as I mentioned on this podcast before, I'm sort of big on the Thunder. Um, if they can get the imports right again, I think they've got a good squad um, and I think they'll do well this season. Um, so, yeah, I just want to highlight um, highlight that performance as well. Um, I think it's just been fantastic. You know, definitely uh, I'm happy for Perth fans to to have, a, you know, a skilled import to kind of replace, um, you know, some of the, some of the big talent that's that's left. Um, I think Perth, you know, they over the first few weeks of the season, definitely they look like a con- like a contending team to me, like a genuine contenders for the Good Old Cup. Um, they they're in third place, I think, at the moment in the How Are You Conference. Um, the other statistical anomaly, um, I guess, or um, is that out of the nine points available between matches between Rurak and Hellier opponents, the uh, Hellier Conference picked up all nine points um so establishing itself as certainly this part of the season um the the dominant conference um uh, which is something that i think i believe i predicted towards the start of the season um so congrats to me for for a rare w um for that one um anything else you you want to mention doogie yeah i just wanted to touch on the melbourne ice i know they've had a rough start to the season um, and I think they're just short. I think they're short a big defender. I think if they had a big, strong defender across the blue line, um, experienced defender, it'd really um, hold them in good stead going forward. Um, but they've got offense there. They've got a couple of imports in that coming in, and I was actually really rapt to see um, them get a big win on Saturday um, over in Adelaide, um, and three players picking up hat-tricks as well, including their captain. Um, so that was just a good result, and I was sort of glad... I've got some Melbourne Ice mates as well. So um, even though I'm a Mustangs man, I was sort of happy to see them happy to get a result because it's been a tough start for the Ice this season. Um, and one other thing from that game, I believe Adelaide um, suited up four different pairs of brothers in that game. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that post. There were the, the um, I believe, the Chans, the Friedrichs, the uh, uh, Boyles <clears throat> and the oh, Hanleys. Um so yeah, so that's quite a quite a feat. Yeah, that that I'm guessing that would be a first. I would assume. I I would go close. Yeah, I mean I I don't. Scrolling through the AIHL statistics pages is is, uh, is an experience. So I will take your word that <laughs> it is a first. Um, so congratulations to them for that. Um, I, I just thought it was impressive that the Melbourne Ice, uh, honestly, uh, got any points this weekend. Looking at the schedule, three games and three nights, you play the Mustangs first up, uh, you know, uh, title contenders. You you play Perth uh, at the end, um, you know, who, who are having a strong season. Uh, I'm just impressed that they got any points um, for, for such a tough weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they had to had to get at least one win out of the three. Um, I know Kerry Goulet's got a big job on his hands. Um, they give up a lot of short short handed goals, or they did across this 
this weekend of games in the IHL. They've got to sort of tighten that up. They can't be giving up um, shorthanded goals like they were. Um, get that defensive sort of stuff a bit tight, a bit tighter, and um, who knows? Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. It was something like three shorthanded goals in in that in that game. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty 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 brutal. Uh, if if you're not scoring in the power play and you're shipping goals, you know, on your power play, it's um, you you're you're not setting yourself up for for success. Um, but now, I, I think spe- I think, oh, yeah. I think the Dar- I think the derby as well. I think they had they gave up three shorthanded goals in the derby as well on Friday night against the Mustangs, which is always tough because the Mustangs, when they're on the penalty kill, they got Scott Timmons, Ty Wishart, Chris Lawrence out there. So, so oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're yeah they're they're aggressive on the on the penalty kill. Um, the Mustangs, but yeah, they just got to tighten that that area up of their game. The ice. Yeah, like I remember last season against the Ice Dogs, um, you know, the, the Scott Timmons and Ty Wishart would just eat up, um, you know, just build up points shorthanded. So uh, adding Chris Lawrence into the mix, you know, wow, um, you you don't want to face that. Um, but yeah, um, I, I think now's a good opportunity to segue into our conversation with uh, Sydney Bears forward Tommy Stephen, and we'll, we'll do that in our next segment. And welcome back to Netsticks and Chill. We have our, our special guest this week is Tommy Stephen from the Sydney Bears, the only AIHL player to score in every one of his team's games so so far this season. And still the reigning, until Wednesday, Skaters Network AIHL Player of the Week. Welcome to the podcast, Tommy. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. No problem. Tommy could um, go back to back, Gordon. Could go back to back. Um, you know, had a oh, had a good we'll had see. a good game against the Brave. Yeah, t- talk us through our last last uh, the Saturday night contest over in Canberra. Yeah, um, I mean, every game against CBR is a tough one. You know, like there's always a little bit of a rivalry, and both teams. You know, last game it wasn't CBR didn't have a lot of their players, so we understood that this game was going to be different. Uh, we had a lot of guys injured as well, um, but it was it was great. You know, we all um, came together and in the end um, came out with a W. Yeah, I think uh, the Bears had a spare import spot. I mean, you you brought Dane Brum along the he started the first three games of the season, but but otherwise just iced uh, three three imports um, and still got the W. So. Um, I, I know CBR Brave fans after that first game were very much like, well, you know, that was you know missing players, et cetera, et cetera. But this was kind of a better um, kind of kind of test. So congrats for coming out with the W. Here, here's here's a, a stat for you. I don't know. Um, let me know if if you've heard this. But I did some searching, right. and the last team to beat Canberra, other than the Sydney Bears, were the Melbourne Mustangs back on June twenty third, twenty eighteen. Um, and Sydney, the Sydney Bears have done it three times since then. Um, so that's one heck of a stat. Um, and we'll take we'll, it. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. And it's the first time in the Bears' history that the Bears have swept the season series, and the first time the Brave have been swept in the season series since the Perth Thunder did that to them in 2017. So um, quite a few little statistical anomalies from the from the weekend if, if if that's your thing um but yeah what what is it about the 
the Bears, do you think, being uh, being matched up so well to to take points off of Canberra uh, or, or off the Brave in Canberra? Uh, straight away, like off the top of my head, it's it comes down to our coaches. It comes down to Ron Kropowski, um, Ryan Annesley, how we call him Riser. Um, every week, you know, we, they come prepared. They have a whole game plan for us for practice. We sit down on Tuesdays. We watch video. So we have, we're always well prepared for the weekend and the games that come up. So all the credits to them. And all we have to do is, you know, put the effort forward. And that's like showing our, you know, our success right now. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. I think um, Coach Kaprowski mentioned that about the being very detail oriented uh, in, in his approach to these to these games. Um, but yeah, uh, going going a little bit back further in, in time, uh, Tommy, how how did you uh, start out? Oh, with, with how long? Hobbies? How long ago? <laughs> 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 uh, however long until you uh, put put on your first pair of skates? Nah. Um... So it was, it was kind of funny. Um, it was in Brisbane. Uh, that's where we were living at the time and just went rollerblading around six, seven years old with some friends and I wasn't so good at it and they were teasing me. They weren't, they weren't the best friends, but they're all teasing me and I wanted to be, you know, better. So I did some lessons, uh, started rollerblading regularly that, uh, went into roller hockey. And then uh, eventually the switch over to ice. It was an easy switch. Did Did you get up uh, to the Acacia Ridge uh, ice skating um, uh, rink rink very often? The the home of Stephen yeah. Bradbury. Yeah, we. I was always. Um, I was mostly at Boondle, where the Lightning play now. Uh, but yeah, we we had some games at Acacia Ridge, and that was that was always fun. Yeah, that that was my local rank uh, up in up in Brisbane. So uh, it's okay. It's, it's certainly it's certainly a barn. Um, but yeah, so what at, at what stage did you did you kind of think? Oh, you know, I'd I'd like to, um, you know, take take this seriously and and um, see how far I can take I can take the sport of ice hockey. Um, I'd say around maybe eleven, twelve. Like there was. There's always like a couple guys that go overseas that were, you know, older. Um, comes to mind, there was a group of guys. Uh, Casey Kibara was in that group, uh, plays for the Brave. He um, went overseas to an academy I would eventually go to. So I remember just hearing about that um, around 11, 12 years old. So that was always on my mind. And then eventually, you know, we started getting better, like working on my skills and stuff. And that led to eventually a trip that sent us over to Canada as an Australian squad. And while we were there, we were looking at a few academies and then luckily got into one of those academies to play. And, and then from there, did you, did you return um, to, to Australia, to the, uh, to the AIHL or, or was that, or was this after your first stint in the AI? Uh, no, so I went, I went to Kelowna when I was just turned thirteen, and I, I was there until maybe uh, fifteen. Went to the states, switched over to the states, 
And then when I was around 17, I went to the Mustangs, and that was my first stint in the AIHL. Uh, and and then how how did it come come about uh, your uh, coming to the Bears in in twenty twenty nineteen? Um, I'm always been good friends with Tyrell. Um, and that's another funny story. There, my parents had moved. I'm all over the place, but my parents moved to Perth, and um, Sydney Bears were playing Perth Thunder that night. So I came to watch Tyrell and the Bears. And we were talking a little bit and we stayed in, in touch. And that led to me, him messaging me to maybe possibly play for the Bears. And the rest is history. Yeah. Are, are you um, are you part of the free Tyrell chance whenever uh, he makes his way to the penalty box? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Could, most, people, most people can hear me on there. Yeah. No, no, it's it, the support is good. Um, but but af after your first in, in uh, with, with the Bears in 2019, I think you picked up like 19 points in 19 games. I don't have um, I don't have stats in front of me, but that's what I remember. Uh, Doogie's nodding his head, so I'm I'm assuming I'm right. Um, yeah. After that, I think you went over to Maryville um, to to play to play over in North America. Um, what what yep. was what? How, how did that? opportunity kind of um develop yeah so um previous to that season um when i was playing in bellingham uh near seattle uh that was my last year junior so that was like a year to really see if i could get like a college uh offer or anything and we we were talking to some colleges and um they were just very interested in me and so we were talking and we went for a college visit, liked what we saw. And yeah, we went in to St. Louis. That's where it's located. And yeah. Your your last season with um, Bellingham Blazers, um, going off the numbers, it was quite impressive. Um, what were you able to take from, from those sort of experiences into the AI here? I think I think that's when you have like a, a tighter knit team, like a, a, a better bond, um, that pays off on the ice. You just you you have more fun. You you know each other a bit better. I think that that was a big thing I learned because we were we were together for a couple of years in Bellingham, um, and the same here. So the more you know chemistry on and off the ice is always a positive, I think. And you've, you've also played in Sweden as well. Can you explain the differences between going from North America to Sweden and then also back here into the Australian Ice Hockey League and what you can bring from all different areas um, of the globe, I suppose? You've got a list. I've got a list for you. I've got a big, big list. No, but the, the size, everyone says the size of the rink, you know, international ice. Um, I think it's in America, it's more of a dump and chase style of hockey because of the size of the rink. And, um, it's very North South in the States. Um, whereas, um, you know, in Sweden, it's East West and a little bit more, you know, hold the puck and skate it in. Um, 
So in, in Sweden, it was a it was good to see because it was a lot faster, and it's translated over to my game here when I've come back home. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. You actually hear that a lot from people who play in Europe that they they seem to have a little bit more freedom with the way they play over there. Um, sort of yeah, showcasing definitely. your skills a little bit. Yeah, and it's 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 just because of the size of the ice. Like in in the corners, you have a lot more space, um, whereas you know in America. And it was it was adamant to see when we played the um, Saint the the Johnnies, the university team um because they were playing on bigger ice when they came over here played newcastle us and the dogs um so yeah there is there is a big difference if if you were to give your own scouting report tommy uh what what would what would be your comments as to the type of player that uh that you are in, in the league uh, I, I would say i'm a shoot first kind of player uh have uh good skating ability um i'm tough in front of the net and i i think i'd say i'm a good teammate too that's <laughs> you're drafted uh, no it's uh <laughs> yeah I, I think i i think those that's that's accurate um do do you have is there a favorite a goal that that you've scored that you can remember either either here or or overseas Mm -hmm. yeah um there was there was one where um there's a big rivalry between bellingham and seattle and we play a best of three series in the playoffs against them and it was my 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 20 year old year so that was it for junior and we were down game one goes to overtime i got to score that goal and it just felt like a big lift because we, we thought, oh, maybe the season was going to be over. So it got, got that out of the way and it was such a great feeling. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, sounds, sounds like a, a, a good way to kind of finish off your, you know, that, that junior portion of your career uh, as well. Mm. Um, lo looking ahead to the, to the rest of the season, you, you've played 10 games. The, the Bears have won nine, um, lost one. Um, a first place um, by uh, by a little bit over over the Mustangs in, in the league and, and in the conference. How how fixated or, or how much attention do you kind of pay to the standings? And, and what's kind of what's the team's goals for the season? Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, we like pay attention. Um, I think it's like important that we we don't get too wrapped up in it because um, we still have you know quite a ways to go, and anything can happen as you know. Like the guys below us are right there with us. Um, but I mean, goals wise, is obviously make it to finals. That number one seed is also on our minds. Like that's a goal of ours uh, that we've set since day one. Um, but yeah, right now it's going really well, but we can't be, you know, too wrapped up. Is there, is, there's a lot of turnover, obviously, with squads every season in the AI, um, with imports, new imports, things like that. Um, you obviously weren't there last season, but, um, 
is there is there a drive within the locker room for how the season ended last year, considering um, how good the Bears were last year as well? Yeah, definitely. I think it's tough for me to say because because I wasn't a part of it. But um, I mean, everyone knows maybe it like they. It's tough. It's it's tough to say because I wasn't part of that squad, but um, it's just we're we're lucky that we have a lot of depth with the with the amount of players we do have, and I think we've learned some lessons in the past year. So it's 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 great to see those faces again this year. Yeah, I I mean the the team looks to be pretty well balanced, um, especially you know. If when everyone comes comes back, um, hopefully from from injury, etc. Um, Kim Kimlin, uh, he he uh, took back the top save percentage in the league um, from uh, Toyman uh, over the over the weekend. Uh, he's he's now got a point nine three one save percentage. Uh, what what does having a guy like Kimlin um, in you know backstopping uh, the team? What 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 does that due to the confidence uh, of the team? Oh, it's it's huge. It's like to have uh, that much like solid effort in net for us, it's, it's, it's almost like you can't say enough things um, because you know, you know Kimmer's going to do his job. And when, when you know Kimmer's going to do his job, it makes your life easier. So you just have to worry about, you know, yourself and he's he's doing such a good job for us right now and it's just a lot of fun to see yeah i think talking to thomas lander after the the game um saturday uh he kind of laughed and said that um you know having a guy like uh kimmer and that uh, means that you can you can make a mistake or two um and you know have the <laughs> confidence that he'll cover for you that's his words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throwing Tommy under the bus. Um, yeah. No. Um, and uh, yeah, t t tell us as well. Like uh, you, you've got a, a game coming up this weekend against the um, the Adelaide Adrenaline, and then two uh, two games. Um, Perth comes two weekends in a row to uh, to visit, and then I think the last weekend you're away in Brisbane. Um, looking ahead to the to the next month, is, are, are there any kind of uh, goals for you? Are there any games that you've kind of got circled on on your calendar as as um, you know, uh, you know, as being important? Or what's what's kind of your strategy? Just take it one game at a time. Yeah, short short term, take it one one game at a time. But um, those Thunder games are going to be really important. Um, we know those are going to be tough. It's a that's a tough way to you know, because that's towards the end of the season. So um, that would be tough and it would be a good test to see uh, where we shape up against them because they're doing really well right now. Uh, Brisbane also, because, uh, I mean, they're unknown how we will play against them yet. So it's going to be a good test. One of the questions I wanted to ask you, Tommy, was about Ace Cowens. Um, can you tell us a little bit about Ace Um Ace, it seems that he's been able to just fit into the Bears' um, locker room 
seamlessly. Um, his production's really good, and he just looks good out in the ice, and the chemistry seems to be there. Can you just tell us about um, playing alongside um, someone like Ace? Yeah, he, so, I mean, first day, um, like, there was a, a great vibe with him already, um, and he just jumped off the plane anyways, and he was, you know, half half asleep, and but everyone still got on, and he's a really nice guy. Even more fun to play on the ice with. Um, and, yeah, and he's been contributing off the ice with fans, giving his time. He gave uh, – I think he still needs to go buy some more sticks because he's broken all of his sticks and given them to fans. So he's he's a fan favorite now. And, uh, I mean, he's a, he's a great teammate. And it's even better when uh, you get to play on the line with him. You could maybe donate the stick you got from winning the Skaters Network uh, Player of the Week to him, uh, Tommy. Build that chem I could, chemistry. I could. I could. I gave him my backup. Yeah, he okay. Was, he was literally... Ace is literally down to one stick, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Poor Ace. Um, yeah, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully, um, fingers crossed, that, that survives this, the season. I mean, so, yeah. No, this uh, this week, if, if this I, week we'll get it fixed. Well, if Ace wins the Player of the Week, yeah, you know, rooting for him, a, rooting a, for him, and it could be another stick in the in the closet. Hundred percent. I th I think now's a, a great time to, to go to the penalty kill. Um, so the penalty kill, a bunch of rapid fire questions. I don't see you. I haven't seen you too often on the penalty kill this season, uh, Tommy. That's normally like no. Tommy Lander and Broxer and um, yes, yeah, I haven't seen you. Do, do you like do you like playing at the penalty kill? I, I do, but I leave it to the pros. That's a good, that's a politically correct answer. Um, all right, that's, that's why I leave. That's why I leave it to Gordon to hold this part of the segment. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, definitely a pro. Um, all right, favorite karaoke song. Um, sweet child of mine. Favorite meal. Bangs and mash. Favorite travel destination. New Zealand. Uh, north or South Island. North. <laughs> Favorite book. Oh. Um, I don't really read books. Uh, favorite movie or TV show? Sons of Anarchy. Favorite Simpsons character? Uh, but The best rink you've played at? Ooh. Um, the Quebec Peewee tournament in Quebec, yeah. The worst rink you played at? Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> sure you can. <laughs> uh, we'll go with Oakley in Melbourne. Okay. Uh, your favorite sport besides ice hockey and why? Uh, MMA, UFC. It's just exciting to watch. You never know what's going to happen. 
And uh, uh, how how often have you been to the penalty box, Tommy? This season? Yeah, I'm just thinking if you you're an MMA fan, I'm just oh, wondering if it's season. coming out on the ice. This season, I only have four minutes. <laughs> um, and f- final final question, uh, not really on the penalty kill, but uh, well, it's not the final question, but um, I thought it added to the penalty kill. Is number seven your choice of jersey number, and and if so, uh, why why number seven? So um, I chose seven because if you take the T out of Stephen, what does that spell? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with seven. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, and we we talked a little bit with. Um, uh, Matt Matt Harvey last last week you mentioned about having like a, a almost like a nemesis or a rival on on the Bears, which was Funzi. Do you have a um, yeah. like a, a, a rival um, on on another team as well that that you um, kind of you know you know it's going to be a battle? Um, there are there's quite a few if I'm being honest. Um. Oh, look! One that comes to mind, probably Darcy Flanagan on Melbourne Ice, because you you know it's it's gonna be consistent, you know, every shift, and he's not gonna let you off the hook. Yeah. No. Good. Good call. Um. And do you have a rival team? Is there a team that you kind of uh, look at in the AIHL and you're just like, this is. This is going to be a corker. Um, I'm looking forward to this one, or I'm not looking forward to this one because I don't like something. Something. Um, I would say, uh, as of now, I would say Mustangs. Uh, only because the way they play, you have to be. You you can't make any mistakes. You make one mistake, it could, could cost you. So you have to be on your toes, hundred percent of the time. I think that answer will make Doogie very happy, as a as a lifelong <laughs> a Mustangs fan. Yeah, just just a side note: the what happened in Brisbane between the North Stars and the and the Lightning for the first game on Saturday. Um, did you hear what happened with the game postponement there? Yeah, I mean. Apparently, what we were told is that uh, whoever they flew with, I'm not sure, um, their bags didn't make it in time. Yeah. Has, has that ever happened happened to, to you, Tommy? Uh, not, not to the point where I had to miss a game, but definitely, definitely had sticks missing, gear missing for, like, practices and stuff. Yep. So I'm, luck- I'm lucky there. No. No, definitely. Um. Yeah, and and I I guess uh, do you did did you have did you have any more uh, questions for for Tommy? Um... Yeah, I've got just one more. It's a career year for you in the AIHL, Tommy. Um, is there one thing that you can put it down to, um, or do you think it's just just more experience and um, you're sort of twenty four, twenty five? Do you think is it just just that age and just experience, or is there something that you've been able to pinpoint for your season this year? I, I do think, like I was thinking about this the other day, I, I do think it's just being in another year wiser. I think it's a combination of 
hockey's, you know, we're winning. Hockey's a lot more fun when you're winning. Um, everyone on the team is putting 100% in. And it's when that happens, it just makes everything more worth it, more fun, more to be, uh, more fun to be at the rink. And it just makes life more fun, to be honest. So, and that translates into, you know, life's, life's a bit better than normal. So it's, it's, it's a great feeling. I was actually, I was actually hoping you were going to say it was ever since Gordon sort of come on board with the Bears and he's been helping out with a bit of media stuff that has turned your game around. <laughs> oh, no comment, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we can't let out all the secrets, Doogie. Um, no, um, yeah, and and uh, I, I guess last last question for me. Look, looking ahead, um, what what does the future hold for for Tommy Tommy Stephen? Um, is have have would you like to to go overseas again? What's what's kind of your your goal, your hockey goal? Uh, to win a good old cup. Nothing more, nothing less. It's just simple. So <laughs> that's a good that's a good answer, Coach Kaprowski. We'll be very we'll happy. See. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but as right now, good old cup. Yeah, no, that's. That's a, a good goal. Good luck this season. Good luck um, against Adelaide this this weekend, um, of, of course. And um, yeah, good luck. Hopefully, hopefully in in finals and and hopefully your your um, dream uh, of winning a good old cup will will be realised. But thank you so much for coming on the Netsticks and Chill podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. And welcome back. Uh, that was uh, quite the interview with Tommy Stephen, uh, a brilliant uh, talent for the Sydney Bears. Good luck to him for the rest of the season. Uh, just one thing that um, I think leading on from that chat, you know, to I, I think a lot of fans were excited to, to be able to watch the CBR Brave um, Sydney Bears game. Um, for those of you who tried to watch it on AIHL TV uh, and who did watch it, congratulations on your... Um, Commitment to the cause, uh, I think, would be a kind way to say it. Um, the broadcast didn't start until late because Clutch TV had the uh, had the match starting at 5.30, but Puck Trot was 5.15. But they did um, rectify that, but then there was no audio uh, until uh, about the second period. Then there was some brief audio of the crowd, which was fans dropping F-bombs and all sorts of stuff. Um, and then, you know, we, we finally got the commentary, um, and it was just, I, I don't know how you feel, Doogie, but it was just such a, such a shame. This was a game that the league could have really showcased, uh, as being, you know, the defending champions against the top team in the league, a big grudge match. We, we heard from Matt Harvey about how much this means to the players, um, and then just not being able to, to get like a, a, a good, uh, a you know a good service for for something that you know fans are paying for what 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 was your take am i am i completely um you know going off off track here can i can i take the fifth amendment <laughs> um it should have been the game that the ai was advertising all week um if 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 you want to um get eyeballs on AI, AIHL TV and you want to get people bums in seats, 
it should have been the game that they're advertising all week as the reigning champions up against the the top team um, in the league, which the Bears clearly are at the moment. Um, and there was also a, a good, healthy traveling support of Bears supporters, um, as the Brave do when it's the opposite way as well. Um, so it had everything, it had the makings to be an absolute um, classic um, if you were there or if you're watching on AIHL TV. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't survive through it all because I struggle. My brain just can't comprehend watching sport with no sound um, and no graphic on-screen graphics and things like that. Um, I know a few fans were upset about it. Um, I've voiced my concerns about this sort of stuff. Um, I personally believe if you are going to start charging fees and taking people's money, it's a different ball game completely. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, it would, it just it didn't come across in the coverage. Um, as you said, Gordon, I think you stuck through it. I don't know how you did, but you stuck through it. And then we had a bit of play-by-play commentary from you about what was happening. And um, as I'd switched over to to the game in, in Melbourne. Um, but yeah, just a shame. It really was. That was That's all I could think of when I was thinking about it. It's just a, a real big shame because it was the the game that a lot of people had, had bookmarked for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, big a big missed opportunity. Um, uh, yeah, and, and it's not like this is week one. It's it's it or week two, or week three even or week four. Like, you know, this is this is we're we're two months into the season. Um, so you know, um, yeah, I just thought it was disappointing. But um, you know, that's that's all we can really say about the matter. Um, look looking ahead to to, to this week's games, uh, uh, we. I think we'll have to do our predictions as well, uh, Doogie, for these ones. Um, so did you want to, shall we go through the games first or shall we just hit the predictions straight away? Well, I just want to hopefully, fingers crossed, the luggage arrives at every rink across the country um, ah. this weekend. Um, that's number one. Um, so Joycey, make sure that happens. Um, we can go We can go straight into the predictions, mate, if you want. Yeah, let's 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 do it. Let's hit it. Let's uh, let's knock this out of the park. Let your Zingerburger settle. Um, so, uh, first first game up Saturday, June third. We have the Ice Dogs at the Melbourne Ice. This is a tough one. Um, oh, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Melbourne Ice um, for five to four. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go the same. Actually, Melbourne Ice five four. Uh, the adrenaline visit the brave. Oh, sorry, the bears. <laughs> brave. <laughs> um, the bears will win quite comfortably. I think it'll be something like ten to two. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go I'll go um, eight three uh, for the bears. Uh, the lightning uh, travel to the brave. I think the brave will win. Um, it'll be six to four. But this is a bit of a danger game for the brave because the lightning are a very good outfit. I'm gonna go the brave as well. I think nine to six. Um, the rhinos travel to Perth. Thunder will win um, six to two. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Thunder seven to one. The ice dogs travel to the Mustangs on Sunday. Uh, Mustang Mustangs to win eight to three. Yeah, I'll go Mustangs as well, and I'll go them. Um, 11 to 5. Uh, the Adrenaline 
travel up to Newcastle. The North Stars will win against the luggageless adrenaline. Um, and that'll be a scoreline. <laughs> a scoreline of seven to four. <laughs> I'm gonna go the, the North Stars as well. I'm gonna pick them to win eight to two. Um, and then the the lightning do the double uh at the Brave Cave. Yeah, I think the Brave will still win. Um, I'll go five four. Yeah, I'll go the, the Brave as well, seven to one. Um, so that's that's it. That's our tips for the week. Um, anything else that you wanted to say, uh, do you? No, mate, just enjoy the hockey wherever you're watching it from. Yep, no, I second that. I'll be taking a break from the podcast for um, a few weeks or who knows how long, um, just with some life stuff and uni and everything else um, cracking on. Um, so uh, hopefully uh, Steve and Pletty, they'll be back uh, with Doogie next week. Um, and yeah, enjoy the hockey. Get down to the rink if you can. Uh, watch on AIHL TV if, if you can. Thank you for your support. Thank you for uh, helping grow the sport. 